0: This is your wake-up call. the wake fuck up, up! The Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society.
1: Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earned. Impact in the culture.
2: They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast club.
1: The
3: world's
2: most dangerous morning show.
4: We, the mother, we, we in the motherfuing <laughs> Pick up the mother, mother phone and die your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your
5: chest!
0: We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah.
5: Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. This is Shakira.
0: Hey, Shakira, get it off your chest.
5: Um, I'm calling because these old men out here are so disgusting. Wow. Like, this one guy, he, he was, like, old enough to be my dad. And he, I told him that. Next morning he left a note on my car, and it was so creepy and disgusting.
2: What did it say? It
5: was like, "I'm a very successful businessman, and that old man could have
0: been your blessing." Hey, shoot! Yeah. <laughs> how, wait, wait, wait. How old is he? How old is
5: old? I, he looked like he was like over fifty or something like that. And how old 25. are you? I'm 25.
2: So are you missing your blessing book by not no. being with this old man? <laughs>
5: no, he.
6: Turns
2: out he was a landscaper at the hotel I was staying at. That's a lot of money. You, That's a lot of money. Bro. So it's not
6: just about that. She's not turned
2: on. I can hear the Charleston in your voice, the 843.
5: Yes. You know I'm what from I'm saying? Oh, UG. you from
2: Hugi? Salute don't worry, to Huge. Yeah. My, my boy Wax got a chicken farm in Hugi. Oh, yeah? Yes. Listen. Are you missing your blessing boo? How much money this man making a week with this landscaping you business, know,
5: man? I didn't find that out. I thought it was I just I think it's creepy when these old men try to talk to us young girls. That's all.
2: How old is he now? She said like fifty. She said
5: over fifty. Fifty
0: ain't that old, man.
5: Well, He's how old is she? Shot. How old is she?
2: She said she's twenty five.
5: Well, come
6: on. She that's old enough to be her dad. You
2: don't really gotta do much but flirt with him to get a free free uh free lawnmower every now and then. Hey, if she's get not to it, just
5: like you I knew you said it before, Sean. You said you mess with them on me, you get worms. <laughs> you get
0: worms? <laughs> 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 Goodbye, man. You ain't gonna get no worms, man. Hello, who this?
5: Hi.
7: Hey, get it I off your chest. I listen to The Breakfast Club every morning, and I love y'all. And I'm calling to tell y'all why I'm mad. I just recently found out my boyfriend was stealing money from me. What?
0: How was he stealing money? Oh, my God. Like, out your purse? This is
7: so whack. Yeah, like, no, like, taking my
0: card, like... What was yeah. he buying? Let's just not say on the radio. No, no, Come on, us, let's What say, was he buying? If you tell me he was buying drugs with your credit card, I'm going to die. No, no, he can't buy Lass drugs. Him. Was he buying a sex doll or some crazy sex toys? No, no,
7: no, sex doll. He's not a weirdo like that. What
0: was he buying?
7: He was not using it for legal stuff like the money. So. He was doing buying escorts? No, 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 no,
2: no. How do you buy what? illegal stuff with a legal credit card? Yeah, That's how do you do that? Dumb. What was he buying? You got to tell us.
7: No, he was getting cash out.
2: Not like, you know. Oh, stuff. okay. And then buying drugs. Is he using or selling? Is it <laughs> A coke. <laughs> it's not
7: coke. Oh my god. So the
6: question is, what are you gonna do now? You're actually I mean, an accessory
2: at this point. Yeah, you are. The obvious
6: thing. I
5: just had.
2: Uh, you gonna go snitch on him? You gonna go tell no, on him? I'm not
5: gonna go
0: snitch on them. You need to. You an accessory? No,
5: we're just gonna, you know,
0: we're but, just not gonna deal with each other anymore. What drugs was it? Heroin? What was it?
5: No, wasn't heroin. What was it? it well, was- it was the drug that's mostly
6: legal in the United States. Oh, Marijuana? Why are you acting so. Uh, no, no, we didn't
5: think
2: about it. Hey, write us a letter when you get your conspiracy
0: charge, okay? My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good morning, Mama. You too, babe. All right. 800 585 1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The
3: okay. Breakfast
0: Club. Are you blessed and highly favored? I feel blessed. Tell the congregation at 800 585 1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Deshaun, why you mad, bro?
4: Man, I'm mad because uh, I, I got the flu, man. Yo, I'm not feeling good
6: at all. Yeah, you sound a little congested. What have you been taking? Uh, I, I've been taking,
4: um, what have been taking? Dara flu. Dara flu? flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed yeah. like the
0: flu went away. The flu hit hard, and people were dying and passing away, and it Damn, seemed like man. they got it under control. Now it seemed like they got it under <laughs> control in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I just wanted to say what's up to y'all, though. How y'all doing? All right, brother. We'll get better. Hello, who's this? I'm Hey, mama, get it off your chest. I'm, I feel that I'm blessed because... Um, am a hardworking woman, I'm a
7: wife, and then I just graduated in September with my master's, and then months later, I received a great job on the base, so I feel that after being a United States veteran for so long, I was like, that's a blessing to me, because yesterday was the worst. I get almost to work, and I had a blowout.
2: A blowout, so what
7: you like, mean? Like, on my car, my...
2: Oh, a tire blowout. Just,
7: yes. Oh. And then... The car that I drive, they don't even give me spare tires. So I was like, I had to get my car towed. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be late to work. And this is my first month later.
2: Oh, damn. Well, congratulations, baby sound like, I don't know. What the hell is she talking about? I don't know. She says she got to work on a blowout. I thought a Dominican did her head. Hello, who's this? Um,
5: hey, it's
0: Kim. Hey, Kim. Get it off your chest.
5: Hey, Kim. Hey, boo. I just want to say I was a single, I am a single mother, and after years of working hard, I was able to launch my own cosmetics line. I went from welfare to r- raising $1.2 million on my own. And uh, if I can do it, anybody can do it. I am the founder of Glamazon Beauty Cosmetics. Well, yeah, she's Actually, she's oh, man, a great baby.
6: makeup artist. I actually know Kim. She does a fantastic job and she has her products in like the major drugstores and everything now. So well, that's congrats, a great Kim. success story.
5: Yes, yes. So, and no, personally, I literally went from being a single mom to now being my own entrepreneur and the line is going very well. Well,
0: congratulations,
2: mama. And congrats on the weight loss.
5: Thank you. Oh, thank you. Love you, Anne. Love you, too,
6: Kim. Congrats on everything. You deserve it.
0: Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hello, who's this? This is Bishop.
4: Hey, Bishop. Get it off your chest. I'm sick and tired of uh, women complaining about the men cheating. Right. Uh, Just recently, a friend of ours me and my wife got caught cheating. Okay, we're sick and tired out. of men cheating. Right, yeah, I'm yeah, tired of men cheating too. Uh, and But the fact of the matter is, when the when the story broke, the man was getting sex like three times a month. Now, a man doesn't want sex. A man needs sex. It's the difference between <laughs> wanting some water and needing some water. Now, if your man leaves <laughs> out after he after done told you he wanted sex, and you let him go a whole week, two weeks, three weeks, as if you didn't realize that your man just tugged on your cape. So basically, now,
2: basically you're saying you say what, 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 what your woman don't do another. Woman will is what she's saying.
4: Exactly. A- exactly. So stop this complaining when he goes out and he gets him a piece. It's only sex to him, but you didn't want it. You didn't want to give it to him. You were too your headache, your whatever. Well, here's it's-
6: the thing, well, my now brother. He really the thing. is never gonna give it to I- him, yeah. and now he probably destroyed their relationship.
4: Well, I understand what you. worth it?
2: I understand what you're complaining about, sir. But you have to understand your woman didn't want to have sex with you because she was busy getting aired out by another guy. She was tired.
4: Exactly. Yeah. A woman doesn't always want you to be slapping bellies with her. You know what I'm saying? But look, you <laughs> need. Leave your man, you need to leave your man drained. Then he can't get that thing to nobody.
6: Now, let me ask you this. If it's no big deal and it's not a problem because it's only sex, why didn't he just tell her, hey, I'm about to go have sex with this other woman? Why did he lie? Because he ain't he ain't stupid. You know what I mean?
4: You don't want to be stupid. You know? So yeah, now I mean, you
6: you've lied. Not only have you had sex with somebody else, but you also are a liar.
4: Uh, I, 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 apparently, yes. I'm telling you, okay. your
2: woman didn't want to have sex with you because she already got aired out by somebody else, man. Have a uh, nice maybe. day.
0: All right. Get it off your chest. 800 585 if you need to vent. Hit us up? Keep it locked. it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. I'm telling you, sex, okay. the sex symbol
2: extraordinaire. That, okay. is, I right? think I, I, have that i think I should have <laughs> said that. that. Something Yee should have said. Shoot your shot, bro. Oh, oh, shut yeah, up, man. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> oh, My God. Sex symbol
6: extraordinaire. Michael B. Jordan.
3: Y'all
2: know good and well all the ladies and all the fellas like Michael B. Jordan. Okay,
0: ask him to take his shirt off now. Go ahead. Oh man, Go on, man! Now, see, now he real quick, real I quick! Ain't, I, ain't, I ain't
1: say all that. You guys, this okay. is awkward. And Jesus there's Christ! There's a
6: movement going on now, and you guys can't just harass Michael B. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, what you so had to like, say that, <laughs> that. I mean, you had to say it. You had to say it. You had to say it. To say it. <laughs> well, uh,
2: how are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. How has your life changed since uh, Black Panther?
1: It's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, you know, kind of known before. I guess now it's just, it's uh, I can't go anywhere. Mall's off limits, you know what I'm saying? Postmates, you know what I'm saying? My Postmates bill went through the roof. I'm yeah, in the yeah. house. Uh, it, it's just, uh, it's, it's incredible, especially with the kids. The next generation, man, just seeing them kind of how excited they've been, you know, after seeing the movie and just kind of their reaction to me walking around has been has been pretty incred- incredible. That buried me in the ocean
2: with my ancestors that jumped from ships because they knew death was better than bondage. Who wrote that line?
1: That was Ryan, man. Wow. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Coogler's uh, he he's incredible, man. We just wanted to, you know, really get the essence of what Killmonger was trying to, was trying to say, and you know, going in chains, trying to, you know, trying to trying to live, it wasn't really in, on his agenda. He was willing to die for what he believed in, and you know going out, like his answers did, was was proving his point. I think I think he won. I think he got his point across in the end. Yes, see, he did. You see T'Challa actually go back to Oakland, you know what I'm saying, buy the buildings, really, like, you know, open up the borders of Wakanda. So that was, you know, Killmonger's victory, I want to say. You Let's said
6: you had down. to keep a diary during the time that you did Black Panther.
1: Yeah, for most of my characters in general, um, not for television but for film, I like to write a diary from, like, the earliest memory of a character up until the first page of the script. It just kind of gives me, like, a backstory, a, a subtext to always know where my characters are at. So I always kind of like keep those. So I got to... Like a you know a, a crate full of like you know me notebooks of like all my characters that I played thus far and it's kind of you know memories. Gonna do me.
6: anything with that? You think? One I don't day? know.
1: Maybe like maybe when it's all said and done or like you know at the end of it you know something that people kind of look back on and just kind of get a, a subtext to all the characters that are. That's actually a good idea. i don't know, make something like that. Mm-hmm. Never really thought about it like that.
0: How did you prepare for the role? Like did you have to bulk up? Was it a lot of training? Did you watch a lot yeah. of videos of black
2: men getting shot
0: by police? <laughs> nah, uh, did you really
2: get angry at white people?
0: Nah, I mean that didn't. I mean that's not.
1: Too hard, you know what I'm saying? Like for me, it was more or less, uh, sorry, allergies. Okay. Um, nah, just no. <laughs> not, how, not just allergies. Not just allergies. Nah, nah. It ain't that hard for me out there. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, Nah, it's one of them things where like uh, it took me to a dark place. This character, not even a dark place, but I just isolated. You know what I mean? Like it was one of those things where you know Killmonger, what he was fighting for, wasn't too far from you know, what the culture was feeling at the moment. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It, it was an opportunity for me to kind of express, I think, what our generation was, was feeling right now, you know, through my art. You know, I spent a lot of time away from my family. I didn't really talk to my mom or my dad, you know what I'm saying, or like or my brothers and sisters and stuff like that. You know, I worked out a lot. It was a sad place, man. I just kind of like stayed to myself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, the physical aspect was, that was the easy part. Mentally, kind of going to that lonely place and willing to do whatever it takes to kind of free his people it was the more challenging part. What
2: about white women? Did you cut off white women during Come that? Come on,
1: man! Why was that go back there? I like women, period. All women. Everybody's on the table. Okay
3: everybody's <laughs> oh, right. yeah,
1: everybody on the table everybody's <laughs> on the table man everybody did
6: you anticipate the movie would have the impact that it was going to have when you were filming it
1: I thought we had something special I never imagined that it was going to have the reach it did I, I did I told really? Ryan
2: last summer I said you know Black Panther going to make over a billion dollars and he was like, "What?" I said, "I'm telling you, because you' gonna have all the Marvel fans mm-hmm. yeah. and then every black person in America who ain't even up on comics gonna go see it. It's gonna do over a billion. No, mm-hmm.
1: and then we didn't really account for I think people gonna see it three, four, or five times. You know I saw it three times. That's that's what's up. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> we appreciate and so many the,
6: people buying out the theaters also and exactly. showing their support as well.
1: Being able to like take kids that wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity mm-hmm. or the means to go see the film, so it was it was a it was a big deal. It's kind of surreal, but the impact hasn't really hit me right now. It's still like because it's still living, it's still yeah. growing, you know. So I think. The real impact for me personally won't happen until like, you know, years later mm-hmm. after the dust really settles.
0: All right, we got more with Michael B. Jordan. When we come back, keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Michael B. Jordan is in the building. Charlemagne? I well, let's talk about these women, man. You know Come on, on What's business. going you know, on? Why you keep why everybody wanna know about what I'm doing you, in my life? You
2: got to be disciplined, Michael, because they on you. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I, they on you now. Now, yes, now, recently this girl from Temple got into your DMs and bought you a smoothie and you pulled up on it. No, no she, she didn't. didn't. Buy yeah, and you pulled up on it. Look at
8: that. <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: how he, he bought you a smoothie and you pulled up on it. <laughs> so so done. easy. Well, love, love, listen, listen, listen. If you read the internet, I decline to say smoothie, okay? Oh, okay? She didn't buy me no smoothie. So was what happened. a nice listen. gesture So I it in his DMs and yeah. then
3: this
1: happened. So you went to go see it. Listen, this, no, no. This is what happened, right? <laughs> so This guy right here, boy. <laughs> so uh, we're shooting at Temple University and our, our base camp is behind the dorm rooms. I was coming out of hair and makeup trailer. It was in the windows. Went crazy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went out, talked to a couple of them through the window. Just like, you know, showing them some love or whatever the yeah, yeah. case may be. Went off with the cook. I was like, cool. Cook me something. Whatever. Just being nice. They slid in my DMs, where can I see the food? I answered a couple of them, said, cool, just come down and meet me at my at the at the base camp. I'll tell the security to chill out. I went out there, she gave me a plate, took some pictures. You ate it? That was it. I took a couple bites.
2: You're not worried about period, blood? Come period, on, right? come oh, on. No, nah, 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 no, no, one does no. No one that. That's how
1: they get you, that's roots, voodoo. Nah, I mean, nah. I took a couple bites, whatever, man. Really? really? No, it was cool. I mean, smart. whatever. That's what I'm saying. He I took a yeah, couple
2: bites. It was cool. Hey, let's tell Paige come in, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got shots I need to shoot for my people. Uh, oh, I, I, no, I, stop no. this. Really? You see that girl? see the blonde right there? She said, "No what?" <laughs> She's been talking about eating your ass for months. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh literally. My your ass. What? Oh my she god! Oh my god! She literally. I had her on video saying, "I'm going to get Jordan's ass." She don't even want to come in here now. Out of control. You're out of control. I'm just telling you what you're saying. You make an iconic and everything. I want all these girls Out of control energy that they have when my.
1: Will
6: be Jordan, Well, now rumor has it that he's in a relationship, so maybe.
1: I'm really man. A Look, bit. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling, man. I, I keep, I keep my, I'm keeping my personal life out, out of this. Crazy, crazy, man. Yeah, I'm, keep, I'm, right. keep, I'm keeping that. I'm chilling.
0: <laughs> so, what's the craziest chilling, thing a, a fan has done it to try to get your attention, if anything?
1: It's one fan in Philly, I guess, made a uh, cutout of me and, like, you know, it actually took me to prom. You know oh, to get cut out to pro Yeah exactly yeah, that, that was a little extreme You know what I'm saying So I responded back to her So she got me. <laughs> she got nice. my attention With she that, got that got one attention. Yeah <laughs> she got my attention With that one So I mean I'm not a rapper Like these rappers Be having like You know what I'm saying These fans and stuff Going crazy Like I think musician fans And like actors fans Are different You know what I mean I think it's a different Type of like You know obsession A little bit So I don't really get Too many craze 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 fans So what's the equivalent think?
2: Of a woman throwing Her panties on the stage If you were a singer
1: Sending a,
6: a screenshot of her with without panties on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't man.
1: Know.
6: Mm, I
2: don't know. Now listen, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, my family. Uh, Tiffany's crazy. I love her too. She's and, crazy. But she told me something. I don't even know if I should be repeating this. But oh man, so don't. No, listen. She <laughs> so don't. <laughs> she said she's not shaving her pubic hair uh-huh. until she has sex with you. Now you know it's gonna be hot this summer. Do do you, do you, you, you want to have her down there all bushy? Can you make that happen? I know you're gonna see her tonight at the Met
1: Gala. So you are gonna put that on me? Yes. What you mean? I ain't got to do you gonna walk, me. let her walk around with a bush? I ain't got nothing to do with me. I ain't never... This is the first time I'm hearing about it. Wow. How long ago was this? This was yesterday. So she ain't got a day? No. <laughs> she got a day. She, <laughs> she day. Enough, no, no, got a day. No, no. What you talking about? She's been growing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good look for you. She a real live African princess. Man, man. why don't you do stand-up, bro? Man, stand up. You don't think man. about man, it? Man, What's serious? up? No, I know. I know. Why don't you have to do stand-up? Uh, man, I like
2: Black men don't Oh, you! Oh, you got a relationship? Well, yo! Yeah, y- why y'all stopped. trying to
1: bait me into he answering this goddamn him. question? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I've I'm seen chilling. It on what media. is this white woman's
2: name true. that you <laughs> involved? What, you white white what are you, you talking about? Friend, so, know what are you talking about? Why you, you got...
1: leaving me alone? Or anything? <laughs> 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 or anything? I'm just <laughs> asking. I'm just asking. Man, I'm chilling, man. So no real interest in Tiffany Haddish is what you telling me? Tiffany's dope. So you, oh, that's
6: a good, okay. He's saying you're not going to bait him in this interview is basically All what I'm said.
2: telling you is when you see her tonight at the Met Gala, she got a full bush down there. So what should I say? And it's
1: on you. <laughs> it's on me. To
2: get it removed. Okay. You her friend, right? You've known you a
1: long time. Why can't you, you can't you can't convince her to take care of that? She wanted you. She said she's not a good Anyway, the bush is back in style, according to not, Amber Rose. This, this
2: is awkward, man. And then she local. gotta think about all the money she's gonna make in the future. Man, that's a good Y'all thing. we He's gonna economy. make money you too. That's what I'm
0: saying. Him together. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave me alone. <laughs> well, Michael B. Jordan gotta get up out of here. He got some TV to do. Okay. All right,
6: he's very busy, but we really appreciate you for stopping through I appreciate
2: this, man, because I always tell people from Hollywood, especially the black actors, they forget about about their black bases, you know what I'm saying? So it's good to see y'all still come, come through back to the and, always and then rush man. off to the white people. Nah, nah, come nah, on, man. Yeah. Cut it out, cut it out, <laughs> cut it out, man. <laughs> I,
1: ne- I, never, I never lose touch, man. Lord. Never lose touch, bro. All right.
0: That's well, just me. I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Man. It's Michael B. Jordan. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're celebrating The Breakfast Club's eight-year anniversary. Check out this moment. DJ
6: drama. We Why are you DJ? being so shady
2: to drama?
0: No, I'm good.
6: I don't know what's happening over it's there.
8: It's awkward between those two. <laughs> Jama, can
6: maybe you can shed some light on. it. I him.
8: don't know. I'm, I'm curious. I don't know <laughs> what's going on here. Yeah. Jama seems like a he nice guy. Envy got his head. Is down Is it because I don't have a mufasa envy? I don't. Is that what it is? I, I don't. I don't own a mufasa anymore. But yeah, I know. I mean, uh, but you uh, did question uh, if I had one. Uh, I remember. You know, every he, time. Well, if you want to get into it, the reason why. Oh, well, here we go. Okay. Okay.
0: Here okay. Here we go. Yes. I thought it was some real sucker. Right when we when I left hot and we came over here. Uh huh it was a fight for our lives, right? Uh-huh. And um, a lot of artists weren't f***ing with us. Uh-huh. And it was cool. And uh-huh. I don't f*** with them now. So it's all great because, you know, the, the Breakfast Club is, is, is real big. Uh-huh. And during that time, we all came together. We said, we're going to do a Breakfast Club DJ Drama tape. And we were Johnny all excited about that. Right? We were <laughs> okay. all excited about that. Let me finish, right? Then all of a sudden, tape's not being done anymore. I was like, damn, wow, what happened? No call, no word, no nothing. I'm like, damn, I'm not drum. And then I hear, well, drum said he can't do the tape because if he do the tape, another radio station won't play his record. And I'm like, damn, you can't even call me and tell me. Oh, You know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, f- them I don't give a f- about the, the the politics of the music sh-. Like that's my, n-s-s. I know that for a long time. I support him, support his records. But we did and, have a, and, 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 you know, had, who, I who, had a conversation who, with Charlemagne about it. I'm right? not Charlemagne, okay. and and, we had a, and, and, and I, I knew you before Charlemagne. Okay. I'm like, but then I said, you know what? I guess that's just drama. You know, he's focused on him. I'm like, yeah, I could get a call. And I'm like, I just didn't I just didn't like that. I, I didn't take that. Like, that ain't a friendly type of individual. That ain't my friend. That ain't somebody that I f- with. That's a f- that I don't f*** with. So it's like, all right, we don't f*** with each other. We don't f*** with each other. Breakfast really. club court We can play this politics session. game. Because <laughs> you, you like to, re- re- cause cause you like to retort right. to your and be, beige
8: breakfast. Be, oh, be so of we can course. do that all
0: day. I do that with my Okay, well, let's hear Drama's response.
8: At, at, for real, for real, at the end of the day, I was in a very awkward position and situation. On a lot of sides where I felt like I was caught in the middle and where I didn't want to be, and it became awkward for me. Now, if I never gave you the phone call, Envy, i put it to you right here. I apologize. You my (laughs) you my man. We've always been good. We've always been 100. So outside of that, when it comes to the politics between the two stations, for two, almost three years, I got caught in something that I had no intentions of getting caught in, and it left me in a very awkward position, and I didn't know what to do until I was able to be able to get good on both sides. Right, I, I get it. But
0: before you was b- good on both sides, drama. You was invited up here a million and one times. Like it wasn't easy. We di- we wasn't the breakfast club as it is now. We was fighting for every little little scrap. Nobody was f- with us. But I went. I reached out to my guys that I thought I could. That would say f- the radio
8: politics. That's my. F- got f- I wasn't my in either. a position to say that only because he was. No, I wasn't because only only because even before that I was put in a position where I got banned. Period. I got banned. From the other stations. Yeah. Okay. But that's because you was DJing up here. You did yeah. show up here. That's why. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I didn't even know it was gonna be like that. Mm-hmm. So when when the situation came, when it arose for that for that mixtape, I was also put in another situation. I had to listen to my record label. I had to listen to the people around me. That was like, yo, you have to recon- You have to think about these moves you make so that you can be able to come to the Breakfast Club and then still go across the street. That is true. I mean, 48 Laws of Power does say you
2: should never commit to anyone. But I understand what Envy's saying, too. I understand what both of y'all are saying. I didn't do the tape. Did
0: the tape ever come out? No. We didn't do the tape. We was doing the tape because it was going to be the first time that the bre- that DJ Drama did a tape that wasn't with the. artist. If it artist. wasn't the Gangsta Girls,
2: we didn't want to do it. We, that, that's, what <laughs> it that's what it was. Basically, yeah, that's what it was. We could have did it okay. with everybody, really didn't want to do
8: if it. it, you then, know if, it, it me, if it wasn't me, it wasn't If it wasn't the Gangsta
2: happen. Girls, we didn't want to do it.
0: Was I mean, what other brand out there is cool enough? You ruined our
6: lives, <laughs> drama.
0: That's what it sounds like
8: he's trying to say. <laughs> nah, it
0: wasn't that, but it was just a conversation. I, I don't give a f- about the tape, but I, I considered you a, a, somebody that I, I had. A, I had my note. I, I considered you,
8: consider you my. You know I you my friend too.
0: When, when you needed something, or oh, I needed something, your drama. I need this. Yo, ain't, I need this. When, when you when I but I, I was swear town, we've talked since then. Nah, we haven't. So y'all not friends anymore? We haven't. We haven't spoken. What so, do you consider a drama time in ago. right now? Drama. You apologize, we good.
8: Drum, what do you we consider good. Envy? <laughs> Envy's my man. We and I, and, and if, oh, if Envy felt some way about that. That's Nothing like that. <laughs> that's, 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 that's your bae. That's my homie. That's <laughs> envy, it. Envy, I didn't know Envy felt the way about that. And I, I didn't know I, either. And I apologize for that. Enough said. So,
2: Angelie, we the jury in the case of Waffle Colored Negro 1 versus Waffle Colored Negro 2. <laughs> what, do we, what, do, what is the verdict?
6: Well, the verdict is that we are going to throw this case out.
2: <laughs> yes, it's thrown out.
6: Because apparently there was a misunderstanding, misunderstanding. a miscommunication. Yes. And Damn. now it's Seems the plaintiff and the defendant have both resolved their issues, and we appreciate this mediation between the two of you.
2: Yes. Yeah. Court adjourned.
8: Eight years. The Breakfast Club.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special <laughs> guest in the building. Yes, sir. Jonah Hill. Oh my God. Welcome, sir.
9: Uh, this is give him a moment. This is my favorite show.
0: Okay. So I probably say that to all the shows.
9: No, you said that when I walked in. I already told you that wasn't true. That, yeah, I don't I say that to it. all the shows. I don't go on like Kevin and Bean. I'm like, yo, this is my favorite show. Like, <laughs> Big Boy, I grew up in L.A. I got to give love to Big Boy. I grew up listening, but I live in New York for the past six years, and every morning I listen to the show, and it is a true honor to be here. And it's an honor to be on a show that celebrates hip-hop for me. Doing press, my film, mid 90s, has a lot to do with hip hop and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. But something for me that over the course of my career is these big studios didn't want mainstream people coming into hip hop stations. They didn't care and they didn't want people to come in. Like they didn't think it was necessary, even though I'd ask. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I think it's really dope that times are changing because I always wanted to come into only the hip hop station because mm-hmm. that's all I listen to. Mm-hmm. So I'm a huge fan and like, it is actually really dope to be here. So well, two things.
2: Uh, number one, Big Boy makes way more money than anybody in this room.
9: I'm going to throw that out
2: there. <laughs> that is a fact. I know that the iHeart watching. Fine, I yeah. can't help
9: I was born in L.A., but I live in New
0: York. I love York. Big Boy. That's all I okay. got. He's, and, oh, he's dope. That's a
2: fact. And number two, the reason that has changed is because this generation of white men has decided, you know what? I rock with hip-hop and I rock with the culture, so I'm going up to that station. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you and Sharon and Charlie Puth of the world, like I'm not, y'all throw your middle
9: finger to the. No to disrespect the to them, but please don't let me, and, and, and Sharon and Charlie Puth. Bro, I'm 34 years old. I grew up, I grew up listening to Mob Deep and and, f- and Tribe Called Quest. I you know, I listened to you know J. Rue and O. C. Like, like no disrespect to them. Those are young kids. Like I, I, I I've never listened to a non-rap. Like I, my first record is like wild pitch compilation. Like, I don't, you know, like, I'll like, compilation like yeah, I just don't know any different. So LA, for me, it's important to represent the culture. And my film, you know, mid nineties, no joke, a big reason I made this film. So hip hop, like skateboarding, is always misrepresented in film. Mm-hmm. It's always shown people driving through the hood or popping champagne, some exploitative, you know, dumb stereotype. Correct. And for me, it was really important to make an elegant, honest, emotional film. That showed hip-hop for what it is for me which is the emotional backbone of my childhood so like what tribe was to me or like what the beatles were to my parents
2: right migos are better than the beatles by the way but
9: that's, that's argument. <laughs> <laughs> which one wrote yesterday the beatles or Migos? um but but <laughs> for me that's this movie does that and it shows hip-hop in like a true that's how I grew up. That's how my life was framed. That's the lens I saw life through. It felt Same very, with skateboarding.
6: It felt very authentic just because I know you're such a big hip-hop head. And I, I got a chance to see some of the screener. Mm. And I heard Big L on there. I heard Child Call Quest on there. I'm it, listening to the music on there. And I'm like, I know he had a great time putting this part how together. How did you get and into having,
0: that, though? excellent like
2: selection using tears in the trailer. Thank you. That's tears you. from Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Growing up, I used to think that was the wackest song on the album, but nice. now I, I, no, I you know, just, you get old, know, you like I love this record. Bro, dope, you realize dope, dope, how hard,
9: how how much, how emotional that song is when you yeah. get older. But when you are young, you just like skip straight to Cream, bro. Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly.
3: <laughs> but you
0: ex- yeah, press skip right to Cream, bro. But you got to explain how did you get into hip hop, especially being from the West Coast? Like a, the so in for the screener and uh, the music that you've been talking about, you've been talking about, about, okay, about Mob D, Big L, okay, so, so, called Quest. So I so heavy
9: New York. My brother, he passed away. May he rest in peace. He he was a big hip hop head, and he was six years older than me. Mm-hmm. So I would like sneak into his room and like wa- and like listen to all the CDs. So like before Far Side, before ninety three till you know before Souls of Mischief, there wasn't good like arty West Coast hip hop. It was just gangster rap. So if you were a true like hip hop head, like my older brother, you were East Coast. You dressed like you were from the East Coast. You weren't like repping the west coast is hard because we weren't gangsters like you couldn't wear nwa
2: defro era
9: maybe yeah like i couldn't like i'm not gonna wear a puffer raiders jacket and like that just wasn't cool you know and so like so tribe you know q-tip's one of my best friends and like he was one of the first people to see this movie him and frank ocean and my sister saw the first cut and it was important to me just as skateboarding to show the legends and be like i made this not from a place of authority but from a place of deep admiration and respect for for giving me music that changed my life that was was, that jonah no no (laughs) (laughs) no i I mean like through skateboarding it definitely burst me out of like part of what the movie's about is you find this tribe of people right just like through hip-hop you would find this tribe of people where it's Mm -hmm. like a family outside of your home and that's what it's about this lonely kid finds these skateboarders and he connects with them because it's like it's a time in your life when you're 12 13 your friends are more important than your family. It's like your, friends it's, are your family. They are your family and the family you build and that's what this is So it's like even if you don't care about skating It's about a kid working his way up through the animal kingdom and he's this little kid And what's amazing about it is, with skating with hip-hop. So skating burst me out of my bubble Ooh. So I had friends from like, you know I, I ran with like mostly like Hispanic dudes from like East LA when East LA wasn't like a hipster place to live now you know what I mean and so thank God for skateboarding because it burst me out of a bubble that everyone should be burst out of.
2: How did you feel when all these hip hop artists started uh Co opting skateboard culture.
9: You know, Nikkel Smith, who's in our film, he plays Ray and he's unbelievable. He's on Supreme and I'm wearing, I'm rocking his Adidas right now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Nikkel. Yeah, put him
0: up there. Let us see. Let us see. Shout
9: out to Nikkel. I got some knock ones on. Okay. All right. All he's right. going gonna gonna, to a little bit to get that <laughs> leg up, Joe. Hey, you to, you're bro. only 34, bro. Like, bro come on. I'm, I'm old. Played, bro. <laughs> I got bad <laughs> knees, Charlamagne. <laughs> 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 I was showing respect. <laughs> hey, if I was on some other radio station and someone said, put your leg up, I'd be like, hey, why don't we go outside, bro? I'm not putting my leg up. So, like, just know it's all love respect i I awkwardly put my leg up on there out of respect for you guys jonah just next time take the shoe off hold it in the uh, air you You know know what i'm saying That's all. what a better idea okay so so, okay so i'm 34 Mm -hmm. our whole generation in the 90s was like trying is lame everything's lame but what's cool about this new generation is some of them they're more open like Nikel will be like i love skateboarding look i was never a good skateboarder but I was 100% uh, dedication, 14% skill.
3: Mm-hmm. But
9: I skated, my like, for six years. It still changed my life. Like, I'm not a good MC or a good producer. I mean, I kind of made fire beats. But I still <laughs> had an NPC and was making beats for six years. And for me, skaters can feel however they want. I'm sure it feels weird that their culture is getting culture vultured and stuff like that, you know? But, like, to me, just as someone, the skateboarding was, like, so outsider. It was so not mainstream, right? So that's why I connected to it because it was just anti- same with rap. It was like the way you treated authority was mm-hmm. like, fuck you. And I love that about skating. I love that about hip hop. And that gave me a lens that I saw life through. And I think everything should just be all mixed
0: together, right. man. Absolutely. Like, let people have fun. Like, Even life we- is so hard. If you love skating, let the man skate. Like, come it on. It feels like he was a rapper that you had a rap name back in the day. I, you say MPC, so you made beats. Uh-huh. Did you ever oh. rap? Yeah, of course I did. What was your rap name?
6: Do you have real songs that you? This recorded? is like an
9: official. This is an exclusive. Oh boy, what oh was gosh. the rap name? It was bad. I had a beat. I didn't have a rap. I didn't have an MC name, but I made a lot of beats. Mm. And to be honest, at least my ga- my sample game was my digging game was tight. He was nice. Um, it's it's really embarrassing. Well, it's what is it? Spindrome. Spendrum. Like syndrome, but, but
0: spin.
2: like yeah. the Incredibles gonna wow. fight
9: in the third movie. It was whacked. Yeah. <laughs> Did you sell any beats? Huh? Did you sell any beats? No, but you know what? I worked for. So I interned for an indie rap manager, and this is a crazy story. So my manager now, this, I have two managers. This guy Rick Yorn and Ian Montone, and they're great. And Ian more works in music, and Rick manages like Leonardo DiCaprio, myself, and Barnes. Like, I'm his least successful client. And Ian does mostly music, but I wanted to work with him, and here's why. I interned at an indie hip-hop backpack manager, right? Mm -hmm. Answering phones. I'm 14, 15, right? Everyone's a jerk to me. And I answer the phone, and this one guy, Ian, was a lawyer at this time. Mm -hmm. He would always go, how you doing, man? You know, like, you they're treating you all right over there? And and it meant so much to me Mm -hmm. that when I blew up, I was like, he manages, like, the white stripes and, like, people like that. And I was like, I want that dude to work with me. Wow.
0: You know? You can always tell the true character of a person based on how they treat people that can't do nothing for them. Mm -hmm. That stuff stays with you your whole life. All right, we got more with Jonah Hill when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. B J N V angela Yee Charlemagne the god we are the breakfast club we have jonah hill in the building acting. now how did you get to acting because you, you say skateboarding and you say producer you say record label how did you turn and say you know what i'm gonna leave this music issue load and start acting so i always wanted to be a filmmaker my whole life always wanted to be a writer director and when
9: i was start, so like i wanted to make movies for the culture like now we're at a time where the culture is so big mm-hmm. like skating hip-hop the things that i love now can be in a film, whereas before right. they'd have to be some s***y little part of a film done right. poorly. Now it's like we're here, and you guys are a massive part of bringing that forward. So I'm a kid, I go to New York, and I want to be a writer and director, and I would write plays. And I was so bad with the actors because they would not do it right. And I go, and I I didn't have good bedside manner. I'd be like, Why aren't you doing it like like I wrote it? And my friend was like, Yo, the actors don't like coming in and reading for your plays because you don't speak to them correctly. I didn't know how. So I took an acting class to learn how I'd like to be spoken to Mm. and I was so insecure that I got such positive feedback for acting I went on a 15-year detour (laughs) (laughs) because the teachers were like, wow, you're really good at something and when you're a kid who wasn't that good at stuff, like you're like, okay, I'll take whatever I can get right now. So you stopped writing just to act. What happened was, I love acting but I went on this 15, I had this beautiful 15-year career, have it, I got the best film school in the world. You know, if you're on a film set yeah, right. and you're an actor, if you want it, you have an a, you have a front row seat at Harvard, mm-hmm. you know? Experience is the best teacher. I love how you talk about this stuff because to me, it's so important. If I was like fourteen listening to this right now, all we get out of it is an education. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like I love the education. Like when this is when we turn the mics off, I'm gonna ask you guys so much about your mm-hmm. how you got here and why that is. And like As an actor, you just get a front-row seat to it.
2: I feel like this film is therapeutic for you because I was reading an article in Vulture, and you said for most of your young adult life, you listened to people telling you that you were fat, gross, and unattractive, but the past four years, you realized how much that hurt. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
9: Because you was making the movie and reflecting? Yeah, because I get to be myself. Like, this feels as me literally coming to the world, like, as myself. I spent my 20s, had this beautiful career. Like, I'm fortunate for it, Mm -hmm. but it was kind of, like acting is to be seen and writing is to be heard and so for me i did feel like yeah as this like fat funny comedian and people could just like trash me or you know like because i was funny or because of that it's like you could just, i don't have feelings or you can't just you could just murder me you know yeah, yeah. and it's like no like i'm a really sensitive person and people are sensitive and that hurts and so for me it's important to tell kids like yo like you don't have to take that shit. So did you feel
2: like people were, like you were a joke in Hollywood? Like you'd be around in circles with Leo, them, and Leo's like, hey,
9: my fat friend. No, no, no. See, that, no, no. My friends were always, my friends would never disrespect me. They were fiercely, fiercely, you know, like, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, no one would do that that is a human being that is connected to you. People do it on their computers because they, like, are so what made you feel that way? Now? What made you feel gross? Just and like, that well, just like article. Like, it was more like writers, you know? And then gotcha. if I was doing an interview like this, let's say, I wouldn't have the confidence in myself to speak as confidently as I'm speaking now. Mm-hmm. I'd try and make a joke or I'd try something and they would, they would, I was young. I was like a kid. So mm-hmm. I was always talking to people 10 years, 15 years older than me, and they're talking down to me. And like, that isn't, isn't flying with me anymore. I'm proud to be the person that I am. And I I think making this film mid-90s, like, I made a film that means something to me. And once you realize you can do that, Mm -hmm. you're unstoppable. Because this is shit I was writing in my room. This is my best friend when I'm, like, angry, sad, lonely. I'm in my room writing mid-90s, and now I'm here on The Breakfast Club Talking about my first film as a writer-director because I included so much of the hip-hop that I love in this film.
2: I swear to God, if I hear that same line on another show, but you just changed the name,
3: <laughs> I'm
9: giving you dog. Ellen,
0: damn now that I'm, I'm here, I'm <laughs> Ellen. How long did it take you to write this?
9: Three years, 20 drafts. Really? Wow. Yeah. Is it hard writing about
2: the 90s now because the culture is so different and times are so different and people's sensitivities are so
9: different? It's like the 90s was raw. Well the movie's wrong. I mean the 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 movie I made a really strong choice that I stand behind which is these kids speak really homophobic language. Yes. They treat women in a disrespectful way and talk about them in a disrespectful yes. way and I made the choice and I stand behind it. I'm not celebrating it. I'm telling the truth. Tell it's a period. I'm not but I'm not a moralist. I'm not here to be your dad. Like I'm not here to tell you how to feel and what to think. I'll show you the truth and I personally think it sucks i think it's horrible the way they speak but like it's not my job to be the judge why are artists all of a sudden like the moral police like you make the decision you know i'm showing you how it is i put it in there as a mirror to show how up it is yes and it's good to learn from because you'd be watching that stuff or listening to old music and you'd be like god damn we was wild all the time we was
2: bugging bro who who were we We ask me this i get
9: nothing but i was listening to (laughs) Epic big the other day and i was just like I miss Big L, by the way. But, like, you know what I mean? It's like, I, my job's not to tell you. I'm, I'm a filmmaker. I'm a storyteller. Like, I'm not I'm not your parent. But there's some guy at their computer, this new Jonah Hill mid-'90s movie, because this movie is so homophobic and misogynistic and problematic. Well, honestly, it's been amazing because people seem to get it. It's pretty obvious. I'm not stupid. Like, I thought this through for years, and I made a choice. And Scott Rudin, my producer, you know, he's he is a gay man, and he was like, I wrote a scene where they were kind of like, where people are saying the F word and they're kind of like, one kid goes like, you know, maybe she, we shouldn't be saying this. And I said what it to F him. Word? And,
6: that uh, rhymes with Megan. I know. Yeah, I was, the, I
9: was the, trying the, to set that, the, that back it off.
2: You know I was trying to set <laughs> him
9: up. And he, he, wrote, he wrote back to me, <laughs> he wrote you are. he wrote back to me, would you guys have this conversation in 1995? And I was like, hell no. And he's like, then you're lying. Mm-hmm. You know? He's like, tell the truth and let people see how gross it is.
2: Do you think your younger self could have survived this social media era?
9: No. I can mm. barely survive it now.
2: Mm. I'm listening to you talk and I'm wondering, did you start the process of losing weight for health reasons or because you wanted to feel more confident or because you was listening to what people were saying about you?
9: I'm just trying like every other human being, mm-hmm. you know? Every day you go put one foot in front of the other. That's it, you know?
2: I don't know the way you tried to lift your leg up. I don't know how easy it is for you to put one foot <laughs> in front of the other.
9: Honestly, look at what I have right here. The wall.
2: Oh, if I okay. Like, all right, bro. Don't worry, bro. Yeah. I mean, we You don't have to prove to me how flexible you are, John. <laughs> you what made you, it in Hollywood. What right?
0: are you listening to musically now? Because all the groups that you mentioned were <laughs> amazing. What are you listening to musically now?
9: Now, um, I got the kids to finally admit that the Boom Bap era is on the SoundCloud era. <laughs> like, I got the young kids to finally admit it. I was like, yo, I'm your music's trash. Your <laughs> music's <laughs> trash. <laughs> you got the- like the to kids to from the mid 90s, like, because okay, okay, okay. they're like 11 to 23, so they're all day they're listening to SoundCloud. And I get with it like, like you know, there's music I like from that world. But obviously, I listen to the golden era. DJ Premier is my god. Mm-hmm. You know, Q-Tips, my god. Like Gang Starr, Reza. You see, they're doing a
6: wu Prince
9: Paul, tang series. Pete Rock. Who's your top five? <clears throat> top five, dead or alive? Yes. Mm. Is I can't go in order. No, no, no. Because that would take me like I would want no, to think for a month. Just five. <laughs> just five. <laughs> that no order. Big L's on there. I can tell that, yeah. Um, Tribe. Let him answer. Tribe. Can I put Tip and Fife as one? Like, Tribe is one? You can put them together. Okay, so Big L, Tribe, Mob Deep, mm-hmm. Gangstar. Mm-hmm. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. You're not know going to say
6: Wu-Tang?
9: I need six. Wu-Tang. <laughs> and... <laughs> Because there's someone I'm leaving out that's really important to me. Oh, clearly they're not. Oh, J. Rue. I love J. J. Rue. The J. Damager? Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So you was
2: really big on Permit, and you listen to... Anything oh, he makes. Anything, that, anything he I was, makes,
9: yeah, uh, yeah. I, I f- with. And I'm, like, happy for him and uh, Royce's success. Like, mm-hmm. I like stories like that. Like, their band and Run the Jewels. Like, people blowing up, like, later in life. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, we all get older, bro. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. we ain't gonna be 20. We're not 20 anymore, and it's nice to see someone... That makes
0: good art blow up. Right. That's sick, you know? All right, we got more with Jonah Hill when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Jonah Hill is here. Charlamagne? Mm-hmm. As, a, as a white man who
2: loves the culture of hip-hop mm-hmm. so much, how do you use your privilege to combat prejudice that we experience on a social level?
9: That's a really good question. And mostly, I need to be better. Two of the leads in my movie are African-American non-actors. One's Hispanic and one's white. Two are white, you mm-hmm. know? So for me, this movie was a representation of, like, my multicultural life of skateboarding. But I need to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, what can I do? Like, my, like for real, like, I want to know what I can do to check my privilege and help people out. You know what I mean? Like, one of our producers is Mikey Alfred's he's a young African-American dude. He's 23. He's a co-producer of the movie. I didn't want it to be, like, a bunch of white people making a movie about all these cultures you gotcha. know mm-hmm. but yo i'm not saying like wh- get, tell me for real like what sure. what is a good way for me to be of service as opposed to just being a privileged dude um one way is through your art
2: like you're mm-hmm. doing if you say you're, hired, if you're, if you're, you're hiring people yeah. of these cultures the culture, you're talking absolutely. about to be in these rooms matters so right much. yeah cuz one of the problems to me is like you have all of these culturally clueless people in these boardrooms talking about things they K-pop, have no yeah. idea about. And just calling out when you see it. Like you know, I say, mean that's a. I mean yeah, that's say, always you, I mean when you see some bull going in society,
9: call it out.
6: And drop some of that spindrome fire. <laughs>
3: oh
9: hell yeah. Some of that heat. No, but for me for real, it's like even that's what I was saying. Like when I was young, right, I'm in these big comedies and it, it's I'm put there, right? Mm-hmm. I'm put in this box, right? And you're in a boardroom and it's all these whack ass like 50 year old white people basically. And they're like, how do we sell 21 Jump Street? And then like, you go to like mainstream white radio and I'm like, why aren't I on big boy? Why aren't I on you know, like, it's like, it, it is up. I'm a white straight dude. I get it. I've been handed just based on that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And so I want to be of service and I want to be the best I can be. And anyone who wants to help me do that, I'm all ears, bro. Take help from everyone.
2: Except for Kanye.
9: <laughs> anything, anything Kanye tells you to do right now,
0: get a second Say opinion. no. Yeah, right. say
9: no. <laughs> Yo, I, I, yeah, I love his music. Don't know what the f*** is going on right now. You know? <laughs> nobody like, it's,
0: does. Nobody does. What's well, up about the movie one time because they're saying you got to go.
9: Well, no, no a, I'm not going anywhere, bunch? bro. What's what are you bu- talking about? Right.
0: As long as you guys
9: want me here, like, yeah, I'm not leaving. Dude. Like, this is what I've been... Like, for real, this is so sick to me, man. To talk about hip-hop music, to talk about... Like, I literally feel like... I do watch you guys every day. It's, like, weird.
6: This is so flattering.
9: But it's legit.
6: So, Jonah, what's up with your Adidas collab?
9: I can't talk about it yet. But let's just say Jonah 1's coming soon. Nice. <laughs> nice.
2: Nice. For the creators. Was it, was it ever hard to get people to take you serious as an actor
9: after doing so many comedic roles? Of course. Yo, let me tell you something, man. I think you go through this a lot, too, because I watch your evolution right now. I see what you're doing. It's amazing, right? Thank you, sir. I love it. I f- love it. I'm a big fan. Real. And like the best thing anyone ever said to me is that true confidence is living in uncertainty, mm. and that's my biggest struggle. And I think it's everybody's biggest struggle. Mm. If you get married, you want to want to be married forever. It's perfect. Right. I take a job. I'm never gonna get fired. You know, you just want certainty, right? So no one gives a about us. Like we think people give a about us, but they don't. They got their own lives going on. So they see me. They see me in super bad. They put me in this box. And if I'm different than what they think, that's uncertainty, and that's weird to people and they're like they don't know how to deal with it because they're only giving it a second of attention but they're like that's the funny guy from super bad. So if I'm like yo no I'm like I'm I'm other things too. It's like no no dude just stay in that thing. It's safer yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah. It's easier for me, you know? And then I'm like no I'm a, I I want to be a filmmaker. That's what I want. It's like no 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 dude just like, you're an actor. Just like stay over there like I, I, you know it's like people don't like change. They it's like not, you're
2: not allowed to grow or evolve. Right.
9: Bro, we're human. Yeah. Like we all we only are today. So it's like it was I would say frustrating but like frustrating it's called an uptown problem bro it's like you know what i mean like i know it's an uptown problem it's a privilege problem it's a champagne problem you never heard that yeah it's a champagne problem problem. it's uptown problem like but for me it's like i'm not what you think i am i'm me
6: you're also a sex symbol now I see people Angela. posting.
9: <laughs> oh, you just shot your
2: shot out of nowhere, She's you. trying to no, wow. look,
9: I have the biggest crush on you. I have a girl, though. I have a girl. Have a girl. They post Jonah Hill and,
6: and his fashion Shouts. and they post what you're wearing all the time and they're like, look at Jonah Hill. The fashion
9: stuff is dope, man.
2: Like, yeah.
6: like it's it comes
9: from The culture, you know, you talk about (laughs)
2: growth and you know uh, not being afraid to change.
9: Did you do that on your own? Was it some therapy? Like, what got you? I'm heavy into therapy. I'm heavy into therapy, and I really want to put that out there because people in the spotlight when I was growing up didn't talk about therapy, and I think it's dope, especially in the African American community. Nikhil and I talk a lot about how like there's stigmatized on stigma on therapy and mental illness and stuff like that. Like. Dude, therapy saved my life. Like, if I didn't have someone to talk to you about mm-hmm. stuff, I don't know where I'd be. And I'm sensitive. I'm a really sensitive dude. So this shit, when someone says something mean, it affects me really deeply.
3: Right.
9: I'm not, like, stone. My anxiety's crazy. Back in the day, we'd be on the radio not talking about how you get anxiety sometimes. Right. And I think that's dope.
6: What was it like for you to watch the final cut for the first time?
9: It was, the first thing was... My sister, Beanie Feldstein, who's a sick actress. She was Lady in Bird. Lady Bird. Yeah, yes. she's she's brilliant, man. I love that movie. Next year's year Beanie. Like, watch out. I'm glad I, I can be a director because there's a better version of me that's female that's coming next mm-hmm. year. She
6: did a great job in that movie. Thank
9: you. She's, she's my best friend. So uh, she's like, is anyone else coming? And I'm like, yeah, Q-Tip and Frank Ocean. And she's like, oh, shut up. And then she gets there, and it's just the three of them, and they watch the movie. And she starts crying after the movie, but she was embarrassed. She didn't want to cry in front of Frank Ocean, so she ran out down the hallway. And that was the first time we showed the movie, because I was like, Frank is the taste god. He is the taste god. I I disagree, but I love, I'm also a huge fan of yours. I agree, Mm -hmm. but like, like he has great taste, so he keeps it real, and he doesn't like shit that sucks. Like, he will be honest. And Q Tip is one of my closest friends. So to me, it's like, I was like, I'm going right in to get torn up. You know, if there's any bullshit, I want it. They're going to tell, tell me right away.
2: I really wish you'd have said that about Frank Ocean. That would have been awesome. What? I'm going in there to get torn up.
9: <laughs> oh, <laughs> bro. Come on, bro. That would have been an awesome movie. That's
2: low that's hanging. Little that's low bite. hanging. Oh, God, that's know, low hanging. <laughs> tell them
0: tell when they can see the movie now. Tell them when the movie comes now out. Now he really has to go. Yo, <laughs> first of all, I'm sorry if I talk too much, no, but I'm.
9: I'm. Uh, it's a joy to be here. It's a joy to be heard by everyone listening. Mid-90s comes out October 19th in LA and New York and October 26th everywhere. It is my heart. Go check it out.
2: I would love to see you get with a a black creative and make like a a black comedy in the vein of the super bads and get them to the Greeks. I just love that style of comedy.
9: Well, if you see the film, if you see the film, the funniest scene in the film is Gerard. There's this Gerard. And to me, (laughs) I think it's Gerard's best scene in a film, right? I would love to make a project with Gerard. To me, he is a special talent in a way that we could create together. And we and I like him. Some hood with that style of comedy. Well, wa- watch the movie, dude. Yeah, there is yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, of like. Yeah, yeah. There is a like. <laughs> it, it is from the perspective of being out there, and a lot of it was like from my friends who were black and Hispanic, how they were treated by black and Hispanic people being skateboarders. Like, there's a line from Gerard to Nacelle of like, "What black people don't skate?" Like, surfs up, yeah, you know? It is, and it's it like somebody said that an word,
2: like, and he was like, "You know, I don't think you can say that."
9: Yeah, because yeah. Olan, Cheryl oh, yeah, Crow looking mother, <laughs> mother <laughs> and, and and. uh, a lot of it has to do with like just like subtle racism and especially in the nineties in LA and everyone judges f- people. F- racist people. They're the worst disgusting people on the planet. That's like right. say f- mayonnaise. F- mayonnaise? Yeah, say f- Is mayonnaise. Just trust me. Okay, f- mayonnaise. Whatever. That's
3: a <laughs>
6: code word for white people then. No, for racist people.
9: For racist people? Yeah, oh yeah, f- mayonnaise. Like like I mean, you're <laughs> just you're, you're a disgusting person if you are racist, right? So do you like
6: mayonnaise, like on your bread and sandwiches?
9: No, man. Yeah, I mean mustard. Uh, mustard Boys for Life. Beat, baby. Mustard Boys for mustard Life. Mustard Boys in
6: the building! <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good drop. I love like that drop. But <laughs> well, it's Jonah Hill. <laughs> it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
8: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will
0: never be the same. Imagine you arrive at your perfect paradise filled with sun, fun, and hot singles. And suddenly, that ex you never wanted to see again just shows up. Nightmare meet reality. Of course, on Thursday, December 20th, MTV's Ex on the Beach is back. Ten singles came to find love. but One by One, their exes show up and things get complicated. Now they've got to decide, will they choose their ex or move on to the next? Don't miss MTV's Ex on the Beach. New season premieres Thursday, December 20th at 8, 7 Central on MTV.
7: Charlemagne the the devil? (laughs) Possibly.
8: The Breakfast Club.
2: All right, listen, man. Charlemagne the God here. I'm on vacation. I don't give a damn what y'all think about that because I deserve it. Now, The Breakfast Club is in 80 plus markets in 150 countries, so we have a lot of new listeners who probably don't even know who Charlemagne the God is. So use my time off to catch up on some of my past work, okay? Okay. If you're new here, I do a segment every day called Donkey of the Day, Donkey as in Jackass, and that's when I give someone the credit they deserve for being stupid. So if you never heard of it, this is new to you, but if you are a regular listener, then this is an oldie, but goodie because it's the best. Of the Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day goes to a man named Kyle Gentleman. Now, Kyle is the owner of an ice cream parlor called Ice. This ice cream parlor is Scottish and it's in a town called Falkirk. Falkirk? Um, Kyle and the good folks at ICE have created one of the worst monstrosities this planet has ever seen. I mean, the effects of this concoction that they created will forever change the dynamics of the world we live in. I mean, this is top five, maybe top three of the worst things ever created on this planet. I mean, in no particular order, some of the worst things created by humans on this planet have been nuclear bombs, the old ABC show Cavemen based off the characters from the Geico commercial, Slavery, the NFL's new national anthem policy, concentration camps, the school to prison pipeline, nooses, especially nooses F the person who decided to turn a perfectly good rope into a murder weapon. OK, speaking of weapons, one of the worst things ever created was automatic weapons and bump stocks. Let's not forget belly, too. And uh, a list of some of the worst things ever created by human beings on the planet it wouldn't be complete without the jerry curl. Okay, we just talking about some of the worst things created by human beings, and Kyle has added to that list by inventing a brand new flavor of ice cream that I'm sure will be coming to a store in Montana very soon. Oh, this line of ice cream is sure to be all the rage in North and South Dakota. It will sell out at Whole Foods everywhere, and the flavor of that new ice cream is... Guess. Who wants to guess? Anybody want to guess?
6: I already know. The white guy in the room is raising his hand. Steve, what do you think? And he thinks it's delicious. Mayonnaise!
2: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Mayonnaise ice cream is here. All right? Salute to Esquire magazine. They posted a headline that says, uh, Mayonnaise ice cream exists and it might be brilliant. Then they put, Hear us out. After you tell me you think mayonnaise ice cream is brilliant, Esquire, there's nothing more to hear out or in. Okay, now Esquire first paragraph says we now exist on the same physical plane as mayonnaise ice cream, and it's either ingenious or the end of all mankind. I'm going to take Armageddon as a point for 500, Alex. Okay, the worst thing about this is that it looks like vanilla ice cream, so somebody could make you a bowl. You don't know any better. You take a taste, and immediately you get poisoned. All of a sudden, you want to listen to Taylor Swift and call the police on black people for doing the In My Feelings Challenge in the park. Okay, mayonnaise ice cream is what you give your kids when they not behaving. All right, my little two-year-old doesn't like to eat all her food because she's so focused on dessert and she loves ice cream. So the rule is you don't finish your dinner, you don't get dessert. All right, bring some mayonnaise ice cream in the house, you don't finish your dinner, then you're getting this nuclear weapon and a bowl for dessert called mayonnaise ice cream. Now, mayonnaise is a combination of lemon juice or vinegar with egg yolks. None of those things would taste good together frozen in a bowl. All right, Baskin-Robbins, please don't make this your 33rd flavor. Let me just look at it. Walk, Imagine walking into Baskin-Robbins and you see butter pecan, mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookie dough, mm-hmm. Rocky Road, mm-hmm. cookies and cream, mm. and mayonnaise-flavored ice cream. Ugh. One of these kids is doing their own thing. All right, mayonnaise ice cream has me thinking of this quote I read about inventions once, and that quote is, an invention has to make sense in the world it finishes in, not the world it started it. See, this don't make sense to us now, but it's going to make sense in a world full of whiteness. they about to get rid of us all, bro. Okay, they're collecting all infinity, infinity stones right now to put in Putin's infinity gauntlet. He's going to snap his fingers, and everybody with melanin going to disappear, and it's going to be a world full of Taylor Swift playlists and mayonnaise ice cream, and it will all be Kyle's fault. Okay, please give Kyle Gentleman and Ice the Ice Cream Parlor the biggest hee-haw. Mm. Who's
6: going to try it?
2: Everybody on Fair Factor. That's gonna be the next Fair Factor challenge. You want to try a bowl of mayonnaise ice cream? It Sounds like that's gonna be diarrhea all what day.
6: What about all. ketchup ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> stop! stop.
2: Oh, no, no. Well, maybe yeah.
6: a honey mustard yeah, ice cream. No. Stop, man. stop! Honey mustard ice cream uh, might not be bad. No. No, that sounds
0: disgusting uh, like slight, too. Like a little spicy but sweet.
2: That, uh, that sounds like spicy diarrhea. Uh, yeah, we drink water just to uh, just because. Oh, uh, what about
6: pickle that. ice cream? No, man, no condiment ice cream
2: no. across the board, especially not mayonnaise. Stop! Condiments are meant to be condiments. Polynesian sauce ice cream. That sounds like that's going to be good. Yeah, you might like that. <laughs> yeah. Barbecue ice cream. No. No way holds No. Uh, what it.
6: about hot wing sauce ice
2: See? cream? See? No. Stop it. No. Nope. Nope. See? That's what nope. happens. See, mm-hmm. white people? This is what happens when you give people bright ideas. No,
6: hot wing ice cream. That does not sound good.
2: That's not even a bright idea. You got any more white ideas?
6: Lemon pepper ice cream. No. Oh, that's definitely a black idea.
0: Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy? We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yi. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is
7: Jasmine.
0: Hey, Jasmine. What's your question for Yi?
7: Um, so first of all, I want to say hi, DJ MV. Hi, Stroudman. What's hi, on, um, Angela. <laughs> so this is the first time I got through the radio, but I have a very important question. I need advice, Angela. Okay. So I've been married, um, going on three years now, and Mother's Day weekend um I had to go to the dollar store to pick up some light bulbs, and so my husband had left out. He recently lost his uncle, and so he's been going through a lot. So as I'm pulling in, I see the police has a car pulled over, and when I pull up, I see it's my husband's car. Mm. So I pull up to the side of the car. You know what i'm saying to get out to see what's going on because of course you don't have a license <laughs> so oh, i pull up <laughs> and i see when i look i see it's a woman in the driver's seat whoa wait <laughs> so, so another like, woman is driving your
6: husband's car
7: right and i paid for the car so i pulled up a little bit more and i see that he's in the passenger seat but whoa. the seat was lead back a little bit
6: oh that's crazy
7: i'm about to lose it so i get out the car the girl's like don't don't beat me up because i'm pregnant so I'm like get off the, the car right now and I'm yelling at my husband and the police is like ma'am back away from the vehicle right now we're going to arrest you but at that time I didn't care.
6: Right. But I would not either.
7: I'm like, <laughs> I'm like my kids is at home and I have to get home to my children so I'm like all right I'm going to calm down. So I woke up to him and he's like she's test driving the car. I'm like, what? Test driving
6: a car? (laughs) I know he did not come with that weak-ass excuse.
7: So, you know, I go back home, and mind you, he was acting very nasty towards me. He wasn't trying to defend me or nothing. I felt like he had hurt back over mine. And then, you know, later on that evening, he comes to the house, and now he wants to talk sensible, and he wants to apologize. But I'm like, no, you should have been doing all of that while we was out here in the street. You get what I'm saying? I gotta ask you, is he having a baby by this woman? No. He says that's his man's baby mother, and he was selling a car, which I knew nothing about. you selling a car that I paid for, and you never even had a conversation with me. I know you,
6: know you did not saying? believe this weak-ass no. story.
7: No, I didn't. So now this is disrespectful. it's at the point where he's like, I'm sorry, like I'm at a point in my life where I really want to get things right.
6: First of all, he need to at least tell you what's for real going on because this, all this lying is disrespectful. All of a sudden, he's selling his car and his friend's pregnant baby mom was driving a car. Where was his friend? And who is his friend?
7: It's a friend that I've never even heard of before.
6: I, all right. So, first of all, let's just keep it real. He's completely lying to you. Don't even... I don't know if you believe him or you want to believe him. A lot of times, we want to believe things. So, we
7: kind of... No, I don't want to believe it at all. I just want to be able to move on like we ha- we just had a baby, you know what I'm saying? And we had a baby last year. We just had another baby. And I'm just like, come on now. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here getting up, taking care of you, doing what I'm supposed to do as a wife. You get what I'm saying? And you want me to just sit back and be play and listen to what you're saying. And in the meantime, you want me to feel sorry because now you don't got nowhere to go. Well, you need to be knocking on that girl's door and figuring out if you can sleep on her couch or in her bed or something because... You're not going to sit here and play me. I
6: can't lie. I wouldn't even have a conversation with him until he tells the truth you got to take care right. of the kids, whatever it is that you got to do, but me and you don't even speak until you at least respect me enough to not tell me these dumbass lies. Exactly. And he needs to go seek some help, okay? Like, for real, he needs to be very active in seeking help for himself, find out why is he such a liar, why is he so disgusting, And because he, mm-hmm. he does have kids to raise, and you guys do have to make sure that for the sake of that, y'all get along, but he got some issues that he needs to address, and he's not going to work on those issues until he admits that he has them, and until until right. he is honest and tells you the truth. So I would right. say, I don't even want you touching me. I don't even know you until you right. at least have enough respect to come clean with me on what was going on. Because there's nothing right. for us to work on until you can admit the truth.
7: Right. And am I wrong for jumping to wanting a divorce like right away? <laughs> of course. Listen, go you're down. definitely not, you.
6: not wrong for that. And I feel like this. Unless he can prove to you and go above and beyond, and that might take years... For you to even feel comfortable enough to ever believe him again he once you lose that trust it's gone in a second and so how you feel is how you feel that's his fault it's not your fault that he did something to make you feel the way exactly well i appreciate it angela okay we going to take that advice all right i really do wish you the best of luck but you know you can't just let somebody do these things and walk all over you because why would he ever stop right exactly
7: I appreciate that. Y'all have a good day. Let me get these kids to
0: start daycare. Okay, right, I mama. hear you. All right, ask right. Yee. 800-585-1051. If you got a question for ye, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody is DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, let's get to ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need advice, relationship advice. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is CJ. Hey, CJ. What's your question for Yee?
10: Okay,
11: so... I was kind of seeing this guy and you know it wasn't like really serious but you know like we were like you know we were hanging out and somebody told me like a few months ago that they saw a video of me online and they sent it to me and I knew it was me because my I could see my tattoo and I knew exactly who made the video too because I saw his tattoos anyways long story short I haven't told him that I know about the video yet. The video's still up, because I go and check it to see if he took it down, and he didn't. And it has, like, almost, like, 30,000 views. So he so, put out a I sex like, tape of you. Yes, he did, yes. Where is it at? It's on, like, I think it's on this site called xvideos.com. Mm-hmm. I want to say, I know it's, like, black, and it has, like, red writing. I know it's not Pornhub, because I always go to Pornhub. It's not, it's not okay. one I go to. Freak. But my question is, like, how do I approach him about it? Because honestly, truly, like, I was shocked when I found out about it, but I
3: wasn't mad.
11: Because it has, like, almost 30,000 views. Like, I'm kind of more pissed that, like, you didn't tell me about it. And, like, are you gonna check from this? Like, what's going on? Like, that's what I'm more so upset about. It's
6: definitely a legal issue. Okay, so you're not mad that the sex tape is out because you actually like the fact that it's gotten some views. But what you want to know is financially, how can you be compensated?
0: Yeah, because that's a lot of you. That's a lot come of. Come on, asking. Mama. Come on. How old are you? Twenty-six. You don't want that out there like that. Yes, well, she
2: does because she want money and she want fame. She want
0: attention. Like you everybody don't want that, that out the there like that. You have a baby one day. You don't want no porn out there. Or your your future husband to see. She okay. needs okay. bread now. The porn stars have babies. The porn stars have families.
11: I'm not judging nobody.
0: So you right. want to be a
2: porn star? Is what you saying? She wants to
6: get her money, is what she's saying. She didn't know he put this up. Do you have any other tapes out, or is this the only one? No. Okay. No. So if I were you um, and you don't want them to take it down.
11: Well, my thing is like, I want to know if he's making money off of it. If he's not making money off of it and he just has it up there. Yeah. I want him to take it down. Oh but I know I could just go to them and have them take it down. But I want to confront him about putting it up there in the first place. Cause I know the website will take it down. Cause they don't want legal problems. Like I sure, I'm sure they'll just take it down. Right. If you mm-hmm. tell them I didn't know that it was up there and somebody didn't do it with my permission.
6: Okay, so I don't know that people get paid. Do they get paid for those videos? Uh, Yeah, I don't know that they cut a deal and whatever. I don't know how that works because I know usually it's just like clips of different um, longer videos. What you need to do, though, is have your lawyer contact him because he doesn't have anything with you signing off clearly it's a legal issue right Mm -hmm. are you able to get a
11: lawyer um yeah sure i'm like i'm sure it's not a problem i'm sure i can call somebody but but you
6: need you need to hit him up and say listen i saw the um video you should hit him i don't know why you haven't yet because that would have been the first thing i did because i'm
11: scared because i'm scared that if he know i know about it he'll take it down and be like what video you know what i'm saying like, but you already have. like if I was gonna go that, I know, but I feel like if I was gonna go that route, like you know, like getting the lawyer and like the law involved they want evidence and I feel like it has to be up there for them to see to have the evidence because you know how they like Well to
6: that stuff like, on the, like, the internet never reason. goes away by the way but and yeah and you can record it but number two I would say that um, I don't think that those little snippet videos and ex-videos really make money like that there's like millions of them so I don't know that it's going to okay. be a big payday for you Okay. so I don't even know that it would be worth it for one video but you should definitely talk to him and when you hit him up you should be like look I said that you put the video up are you getting paid from this because if you are then I need to be compensated as well. And if not, I'm going to do a cease and desist. Okay. And I'm going to sue you and just see how he responds to that. Because it seems like you don't really care that it's out anyway, so. I know
11: this would be devastating to some other people, but, like, to me, like, I used to dance. Like, I don't really, like, you know what I'm saying? Right, you don't, okay. It's like, yeah, like, if you're going to, like, do some like things like for me, it's, like, curvy and creepy that you did it. Give me my myself. money. That's what I want. Like. I want my yeah,
6: coins. Exactly. Okay. Because I'm like, if you would have asked me, maybe I would have been alright with it. Right? right, but listen, I ain't judging you for that at all, period. I'm sure everybody up here has watched one of the, you know, these sites in multiple videos, so nobody's judging you based off of that, but it is wrong for somebody to post something without your knowledge, without your consent, and without giving you your cash. So go ahead right. and hit him up and let him know that and say, look, I'm not even mad. I'm not trying to do all that, but I want my money. So hit him and tell him. Okay. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think it's going to be a lot. But just hit him up and see how he
3: responds.
6: (laughs) Okay, thank you. Did you see
0: your face in the video? Not at all, right? No,
6: it's just
2: backstop.
6: Oh, oh, okay. So it's not your face. The guys want to see it. No, we don't.
2: I ain't even thinking about it, boo. Uh I'm going to be honest with you. But anyway, good luck, mama.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Bye,
8: y'all. Bye. The Breakfast Club.
0: DJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club at CNE. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, good morning. What's your question for CNE?
10: Good morning, guys. Um, my question is, I have a coworker um, of mine that's interested in me, and I'm just um, getting out of a relationship, and I never really date people that I work with, so I'm just wondering if it's a good idea he wants to move in together, and um, he has a kid, and I already have a son of my own. So, you know, in order for me to even take it serious, I thought moving in together would be the best thing.
2: You want to shack up? You think shacking yeah, just up just is the best see, thing?
10: Yeah, just to see, like, how serious. Because I'm, I'm tired of, like, just being alone. Yeah. How old are you? Yeah, I'm 28. Okay. You, you got a little bit of time. I mean, just
0: don't, I wouldn't settle, mama. I mean, you're still young. Don't settle. If you, you don't feel like you really, really love him or feel this guy, you feel like you're just doing it because you don't want to be lonely. But if he's just your lonely guy, keep him on the side and keep him as your side penis. But if you're looking for a real man and somebody that you really are, are into,
2: keep looking. And truth be told, you're 28, so you really got two more years of your whole phase left, if, if we're being honest. You can hope for about two more that. solid years. I
10: went through that in my 20s. I, I'm all done. Oh, you must have been road. a real hoe then. No, I wasn't a real hoe. I
0: just... um. I wasn't a real yeah,
10: hoe.
2: I didn't catch herpes, so I wasn't... <laughs> <a real> <laughs> <hole>. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I like, the, I like your whole limitations. I, I, her, sorry. Herpes is the limit for her. I, I get, get it. it.
10: Well, thank, thank you, sorry. <laughs> no problem. All right. Stay you ain't telling her, her what, to him what to do. We told her what to
0: do. We told her to keep... If that's the guy that's the side penis, keep him as the side penis, but just don't shack He's up because she's lonely. No. not...
10: He's trying to be my boyfriend. It's just... You know, she's not really feel white her. And I'm African, and like I've always <laughs> dated Africans.
2: Wow. So you yeah, don't know if you can let somebody just colonize your vagina like that, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for interracial relationships, though, But you know, I'm just
0: saying. Thank you, Mama. I know, but the
10: the black men out here, like they're just they're what they're on a whole nother level these days.
0: What you mean? You you know like, what what? what black,
3: black men do you know
10: what? don't nah. have no respect for the sisters. like right. They rather go okay. and respect. Uh.
2: You know Alright Go move in with uh, the white man Then go on, go, on, go on and move in With the white man Go ahead and be the white man's Indentured servant then Go oh my ahead goodness. Go on Go Thank on and move mom. in With the white man I hope you, you break your heart Alright I hope you be trying to Escape that plantation In two years Alright Alright
0: Hello who's this Good morning Hey what's your name mama My name is
2: Onyx
11: I'm trying
0: to figure out How do I deal with my husband He's
11: from Beaufort South Carolina and we'll get into arguments and he will be mad at me and he will tell me to leave. And when I leave, he'll be mad and sad. Wiler.
2: That's right. <laughs> I don't see the problem. You know, good and damn well, I don't want you to leave. So why are you leaving?
11: What you
7: told me to leave? So what am I supposed he to do? So now you it.
0: want to listen to me? He didn't mean it. You don't listen to me no other time. Well,
7: if I do listen to you, and then I listen to you, and you're wrong, and then you're mad still,
0: so what do I do? He don't want you to leave. That's the thing, man. He's saying leave because he wants the attention. He just wants you to be like, no, babe, I don't want to leave, and then have a conversation. Tell him to grow up.
2: By the way, it's nothing more confusing than that. My wife hit me yesterday because I, I was in the middle of doing my podcast. She called me. Whenever my wife called me, I pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. So when she picked up the phone and told me something, I said, I'm gonna call you back. I'm doing my podcast. So she says to me, Why you pick up the phone then? Because if I didn't pick up the phone, you'll be texting me saying, why are you not picking oh. up your phone? So oh. how come when I pick up my phone, you ask me why I picked up my oh, phone? Oh, oh, you, oh you, you pick up when your wife called, but when I called you yesterday, you didn't pick up the phone? Sure, that's exactly right. That is a fact.
0: I called you back, though.
7: Hello, who's this? Hello, it's a lady from Fayetteville, North Carolina.
0: Hey, mama, what's your question for C&E?
7: Okay, so I've been back and forth with this guy for five years. Um, 2007, January 2017, we broke up. By May 2017, he was married. August 2017, I found out,
2: and I sent, sent a simple Instagram message that said... Hey, All right, baby, you, you, you know, were the side is, chick. Right? You, you, know know were the side, you were the side you chick the, side, you were the, side you chick
7: the whole time. Hold no, on, no. uh, wait, no, 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 no. There's
2: nothing, no, now. there's nothing it, else to it, talk it, about. No, there's nothing else to talk about. You were the side chick, Ma. He already had a whole other woman yeah.
3: that he was
0: in love with. Yeah. yeah. All right?
3: No, he wasn't. Ma, stop it. Stop now. Don't call up here to be in denial. If has been
0: three months and he's married, you were the side. Don't call up here to be in denial now.
7: Stop it. He was huh? forty-five days later he was separated. Oh, and he's separated. He's, his divorce is final now.
2: Is he back so with you?
7: Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, he he said he got he filed for a divorce so he could so we could be together. So okay? why are you calling us? For of some effect that I need to know if if I need to accept him back. No, we're not in a because so I don't mar- date Mary ma'am, but we have had conversation over the year.
0: So I'm trying to figure out, do I take him back even though he did that and even though his his, his divorce would be final? Mama, I would I move, I, I move on, Mama. I mean, he, he did you dirty, Mama. He got married to a whole other lady. Yeah, this
2: man dumped you to have a
0: whole wedding, and you I, you, you, I
7: you asking him, me should he take him back. I him, and then he got married. Nah, I understand nah. what you're saying. Nah, Come on, nah, stop, man. Nah, nah, you got to be smarter than that.
2: that.
0: I would okay, leave, uh, nah, leave nah. him alone.
2: Move Unless on. he gave you an STD. Now, if he gave you an STD that's uncurable, <laughs> then y'all did. can share that <laughs> together what for the rest talking of y'all
0: My goodness. All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club.
8: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Imagine you arrive
0: at your perfect paradise filled with sun, fun, and hot singles, and suddenly that ex you never wanted to see again just shows up. Nightmare meet reality. Because on Thursday, December 20th, MTV's X on the Beach is back. Ten singles came to find love. but on One by One, their exes show up and things get complicated. Now they've got to decide, will they choose their ex or move on to the next? Don't miss MTV's X on the Beach. New season premieres Thursday, December 20th at 8, 7 central on MTV.